All right, so I, I thought it would be appropriate to uh, begin tonight with a prepared statement. Um, I've got it here. Hang on. Okay, so this this is directed to all of the past and present board members of OPPAC. Uh, so that's Amber Gustafson, Charlie Hodges, Dave <laughs> Degner, Shauna Anderson, Sarah Young Brown Bear, Jen uh, Pellant. Sorry if I said that wrong. It might be Pellant. Uh, Jen Pellant, uh, Tucker Cassidy, Kim Weaver, uh, CJ Peterson, Tim Nelson, and Sarah Ann Willette. Um, and I'll also throw uh, Cody Hankerson in there, who I, I believe is still listed as their executive director, at least on his LinkedIn. So this is to all of you. Um, I would like to issue an apology. Uh, <laughs> I am sorry that we were right about OPEC. <laughs> They dare to dream. <laughs> I wonder which one of them is going to step up to accept that apology. <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of folks. <laughs> How many of them are going to listen to it? Probably five. <laughs> <laughs> I know some of you follow me on Twitter still. Yeah, I can say at this point, uh, one of them follows me. One of the people that I listed. Uh, another one I lost last week. Uh, me left too. my followers list. <laughs> If you are um, mad about OPAC failing you and stealing your money, you should follow me on Twitter so I can get over 3K. <laughs> and <laughs> that will really show them because I dropped down because they unfollowed me. So that's the real way. It's at hot for We didn't get into the podcast game to make friends. <laughs> we got in it to tell the truth. Truth tellers. That's right. <laughs> this is honest honest coverage <laughs> well that's the thing is they uh invited people to go through their finances uh in their resignation statement that's so right. yeah i mean it's journalism all right so we should talk a little bit about what happened um last week exactly one week ago actually june 7th last thursday or july 7th last thursday uh i woke up and the first thought in my head upon waking was <laughs> What's going on with OPEC? <laughs> As you do every morning. Yeah. <laughs> First thing I check, yeah. My eyes open and I pick up my phone and I go to OPEC. <laughs> but, um, you know, the primaries were back in June, which means we officially have a nominee for a governor, a Democratic nominee, although Deidre has been the only... Uh, Democrat running for the race for the past several months. Now it's official. So I thought, okay, this was OPEC's entire reason for existing. So what's happening now that the general election is officially happening? And uh, it turned out that OPEC is doing nothing. <laughs> they are <laughs> withering away. <laughs> But we're still going strong. We were we started before them and we have outlasted them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that they had they maybe had a little bit more ambitious goals than we did. And that's 
That's why we have lasted so long. <laughs> yeah, they had a clear objective. We have no such thing. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have a goal in mind, you can't fail. Right. That's right. That's right. Shit shit posters. <laughs> just just shit posting, that's all. Literally my goal is just that we make trouble on the internet. <laughs> I just want to be a hassle to people I don't like on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like we've done that. (laughs) Yeah, so I tweeted about my findings last week. Uh, I found that the OPE social media accounts had gone silent, some of them for months, which I hadn't noticed until recently. (laughs) I think it was the Instagram hadn't posted since February. Yikes. And their website, opeiowa.com, if I remember right, uh, that's gone. It's They took all that down. It's just like a WordPress landing page or something. I don't think it's WordPress, but... Square Squarespace. Yeah, yeah. They have a Squarespace site, yeah. And the their ActBlue link was deactivated. So they are no longer... Well, <laughs> you're not able to <laughs> like click an ActBlue link to send them money. But I've heard from <laughs> uh, someone yeah. that if you had a recurring donation, I think... <laughs> They still went through last week. <laughs> you would think that the last few months would have been a really prime, like, fundraising push for them, right? Like, in the yeah. leading up to the primaries. So, just especially stark that they yeah. were I think all, fizzling. All jokes aside, like, the bigger story is the way that the Iowa Democratic Party has seemingly kind of abandoned the governor's race and aren't really interested yeah. in pushing their candidate which is sad i don't really understand the reasoning i don't know there's probably a lot of stuff behind the scenes that we don't know but uh it seems like they're going to wait until the last minute to run a bunch of ads maybe i don't even i don't know (laughs) it seems like yeah like i mean it seems like it would be a good time for some group like opac to try to like raise name recognition try to like get people involved in a way that they're gonna like you know start a some sort of buzz you know it seems like the kind of thing that like all the people on the opac board might be something that they would uh yeah enjoy doing at least with Uh, fred hubble they were running like pretty incessant ads like tv ads at least well fred hubble had a lot of money uh deidre (laughs) desir that might be the difference that much money (laughs) yeah um (laughs) yeah i'm sure he was running his own ads but still Mm. it's like You know, if, I mean, Deidre is not a slumlord housing magnate, so she seems like the perfect person who would need the help of something like OPAC. Right. And I would be supportive of that. I want Deidre to win. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we all kind of understand that it's a lost cause, but like the Democratic Party wastes money on a lot more pointless shit than this, right? (laughs) Well, think about, like, all the stuff that Kim Reynolds has done and champions and how bad, how much worse it's going to get in the next few, like, four years with another Reynolds term. And it's like the Democratic Party has just, like, given up. Like, they don't give a fuck that she's going to make all abortions illegal in mm-hmm. <laughs> in Iowa um, and that she's going to do all this shitty stuff. Just, like, talking about public health. I mean... She's she's such a bad governor. There's so much stuff you could you could attack her for. Um, and Deidre's a, a good candidate. Like, why aren't they doing anything? She seems to be a good speaker. Like, I just I think it 
probably has to do with a lot of things, um, not least of which is her race, but among many other things. But do you want to point out that this would be different if it was a white candidate? If it was Rob Sand, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, he's got stacks, too. He's He's got stacks. so much money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, when I tweeted about what I had discovered that the OPEC uh, seemed to be withdrawing from the public eye, uh, I upset somebody. I don't know how much we want to talk about this. (laughs) But uh, Amber quote tweeted me directly, which... uh, she has never done last year when she got pissed about us she did not refer to us by name it was uh it was chapo iowa she referred to us as i don't think <laughs> yeah. she Do said that i don't think she said that i think that was like Beach oh she Bum. didn't someone else she did. did say we were a sexist no, yeah she just podcast. said like oh isn't it crazy that the misogyny is coming from the left mm-hmm. um i believe the chapo or I, Chapo, Iowa for witches, I believe, was Beach Bum who said <laughs> that, was, that. That was Beach Bum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, who is Beach Bum? Listeners, we need to know. <laughs> yep. Yes. We need to know. Like, okay, there's, so that's actually, our objective. That's the podcast truly, objective. Truly. The life of the podcast. We got to fucking figure out who Beach Bum is. Yeah. So if you're on, if you're a Twitter person, which you are, you're listening to this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Mm-hmm. This bitch, Beach Bum, we thought we knew who it was. Um, if you go, like, in the Wayback Machine, you can we traced it back to that person, went to a school, a law school on the East Coast. What school? I can't remember. It was Harvard. I'm pretty, no, it was she Harvard, was, right? I, I, we don't know their gender, so excuse me. But uh, they posted <laughs> about looking for realty in, like, Cambridge. <laughs> yeah. So it's an Ivy League lawyer grad who's obsessed with Rob Sand and I'm not going to say who we thought it was but we don't think it's that person (laughs) if you know (laughs) they seem to be very well connected in Iowa legal circles Uh, I I search them frequently because I'm curious but uh especially for evan you should help him evan's first thought when he wakes up in the morning yeah that's right uh currently i think they're saying uh john roberts and brett kavanaugh there is zero chance that they're going to do anything about gay marriage or any of the other various issues that may soon be on the supreme court's docket uh which i don't know how that analysis is standard but she's they're Excuse me. They are saying they. it is a zero percent chance that Kavanaugh or Roberts would vote to overturn Obergefell or however you say it. I don't know how that could be. Like, I, like <laughs> truly zero. You think there's zero yeah, chance? Zero of that? chance because they said so. <laughs> they said whatever because it's not just about the privacy clause. It's about oh, the Fourteenth Amendment. They say? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, again, I don't want to talk about this too much because it's, it's like, sad. okay, yeah, like, Amber has this really long thread quote tweeting me. She's very mad at me for talking about this, which I don't really have anything against her for not liking me, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> no, I think it's warranted. Honestly. I mean, no, I think I think well, it's right. Like, it is, like, it's fair. Like, I wouldn't like me if someone, yeah. like, out of the blue yeah. made a, a okay. podcast episode about my pack. 
See, like, I went to, <laughs> I did a lot of the research for the OPEC thing, and I tried to, as far as possible, to make it fair and say, I don't think, I think they are well-meaning, I don't think that mm-hmm. there's anything, like, the only thing that we were really criticized, well, other than the yoga studio stuff, was... <laughs> <laughs> we were criticizing the fact that they this was the method that they chose to get involved in the the race a yeah. pack you know like yeah if you start a pack it seems shady and we weren't the only ones who said that either even before the episode aired so it's just kind of a i mean and also all of their advertising and marketing was very obviously like skewed towards centrist democrats attacking kim reynolds for not for being a hypocrite sort of thing mm-hmm. and right. putting up anti-abortion ads like yeah well <laughs> that's what i paid for yeah that was the, the first time that we were right about them <laughs> <laughs> if you start a pack like you should be ready like it's politics is gross it's disgusting you should be expecting some criticism i think the criticism we were making was warranted and Justin, your most recent post didn't, I guess it tagged some of the o board members, but Amber has I taken did. this very, very personally throughout this entire like conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you were like, what's up? You people, all these people might know what's up. Like, what's up? Yeah. And like yes. those questions were going to get asked sooner or later anyway. <laughs> yeah. Because like a lot of people, they what, gained, what, 2,000 donations or something like that? Like, I, I would probably be wondering where my money went. If I donated, yeah, I, I didn't count the number of people, but uh, they raised like how much? Thirty-eight thousand dollars, I think. Thirty-eight thousand dollars. Forty-eight thousand. Forty-eight. Oh, forty-eight. How That's much did lot. the billboard cost? How much? Is the, uh, like- we, we will. Let's save that because I. Okay. <laughs> I oh, have we're gonna notes. be able to see how much they spent on it. Oh my god! I have yeah, that. I have that in front of me. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. I do want to say, like. Listen, Amber, if you're listening to this, as a deeply unstable bitch who is very online, I completely understand why you're acting like you are. I'm really sorry that you're going through personal struggles. And throughout the process of this week, I've decided justice for Amber. Amber was wronged. Mm -hmm. Amber put in her own fucking money Mm -hmm. and is also, like, genuinely believed in the cause. She was scammed by the other people in the pack with her and i'm sorry amber um white women still should not sell um like (laughs) religiously appropriative yoga merchandise but otherwise you were (laughs) you were wronged and as a fellow like unstable bitch i'm really sorry (laughs) (laughs) i Um, like to crazy (laughs) thread so so she she twi- tweeted this thread in response to me where she talks about um some of her her personal struggles which I have I have empathy for her for that for sure. I do think that this part in particular is a little unfair. This is tweet number 5 in the uh the thread here. Uh she said something about my pathetic existence before that, but I'll let that slide. Uh this is <laughs> tweet number 5. And we wonder why people. I like. I think she was really, really cruel to you. And yeah, I think you have some mean takes on Twitter. That's what Twitter is for. But like, for her to accuse you of being like a slimy to your core excuse for a human being, like that's not true. Like anyone who knows you knows that you're like a very good person. And I know Natalie is on record with saying. 
it's kind of gross how good of a person you are. It's kind of gross how good of a person you are. It's, like, revolting. And it's really funny to me when people only know you online and they act like you could possibly be mean when you're, like, the single best. Like, as far as, like people I'm closest to have to be to be like really really close to me you have to be a little more fucked up than you are Justin but as for like people that I'm <laughs> so we're not close we're not close so what you're saying we're not close <laughs> I'm trying to compliment you okay Justin is honestly like I don't know a single person on the face of the earth who lives their values more than Justin does I don't know anyone who works as hard for justice in the community like Justin does. I, like, don't know anyone who, like, puts his beliefs into, like, feet to the pavement in the way that Justin does. And so people accusing him of being, like, a keyboard warrior is fucking outrageous because I don't know anyone who does more. It's crazy. I'll, like, if I ask for volunteers for something, Justin will always do it. Like, he will do anything for his community. He is the least keyboard warrior of anyone I know. So my apology to Amber it does not include this part because I do yeah. hate that she She's said anything about bad about you. <laughs> Justin, your response. <laughs> okay, well, let me read the, this part of the thread that I thought was okay. a little too far for me. She said, and we wonder why people don't try anything new in politics. We wonder why people are not willing <laughs> like to take pack. risks. A pack, yeah, right. <laughs> We wonder why women, LGBTQ, and people of color hesitate to run for office. It's because of shit like this. Because of people like you. All caps, you. Oh my god. Meaning me. That's so shitty. That's so shitty. Asking for the bare minimum of of accountability of a fundraising organization. I'm sorry. Like, you ask for people's money. We deserve to find out what you did with it. And if you're if you're if you're shutting down, that's fine. Just yeah. like tell us. <laughs> it's one thing if you're a pack that's just like funded by just a bunch of like corporate slush funds and stuff, and another one to be like soliciting donations from the public For over the course fruits. of like a year and a half. Right. You know? Yeah. The two notable replies to her main thread about me. Uh one from Molly Donahue. Again, this is the lady with the Twitter alt who was running for uh, state senate against Austin Frerich. <laughs> I think it was senate, right? That lady is so off-putting in person. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh right, yeah, you, you. But yeah. her, but her <laughs> bitmoji is intriguing online. <laughs> oh, actually, her reply wasn't notable. It's just that she replied at all. I don't want to read what she said. It was not that interesting. <laughs> just, just something you know, nice and supportive for Amber. Um, but this one I thought was interesting. This is uh, at Midas underscore Sammy, who was like an Ope fan on Twitter, uh, said, you don't owe anyone shit. I don't know about that. Uh, least of all, this fucking ghoul, referring to me, I have no doubt you'll do fabulous in your new position, but old boy over here may need some help getting over his obsessions. And that's about me. You li- literally did not even name her. <laughs> like, it it wasn't about her. It was about... No. The, and, like, this is kind of a problem with, like, some of these people. Is they can't, like, separate personal from... Yeah. Right. When when she says, like, you, didn't, you don't owe anyone anything, 
as a member of the board, you probably, or as a leader of the board, you do owe the public communications about this organization you're stewarding. Do you know what we do not need? What you do not owe us is information about your marriage Mm -hmm. (laughs) and your mental well-being. I mean, as a fellow unstable bitch, (laughs) like, like no one is asking for you to like trauma dump or whatever. Like, like just say you guys made a mistake or the message is coming. You don't have to excuse your lack of communication on like, obviously things aren't going well in your personal life, but that has nothing to do with what people are asking for. Especially when there's like 20 other people involved or 50 mm. other people. Yeah. Or 100. <laughs> I, I mentioned uh, 12 people by name at the beginning of this podcast, all of whom were also involved in this pack. Uh, so really, this shouldn't all have been on her shoulders. Justice for Amber, yeah. even though she said mean stuff about literal angel Justin. I also yeah. think that in this circumstance, she was actually wronged. Yeah, we'll get we'll get more into the money. We all have our bad moments. <laughs> if this pack cost you your marriage and your sanity, like something went awry, Amber. Like, justice for Amber. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't say shit about Justin, but like... You're allowed to be unstable, and there's nothing wrong with any of the, like, mental health things you were going for. I support Mm -hmm. you 100%. Your marriage should not be straining under the weight of this stupid bullshit, and I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. So that was July 7th, as I said. Uh, They seem to have been withdrawing and weren't making any statements about it. Uh, When I posted about it, though, I got that response from Amber and then a few of the other people involved left like just like slightly snarky little comments like oh we just shut the website down like we're we're going to make a statement soon as if i hadn't caught them just like trying to disappear uh in the middle of the night <laughs> like homer simpson fading into that hedge mhm i That's mean maybe exactly they what they were, were trying to do maybe they were going to release a statement but like if if someone asks, you should have that statement ready instead of whatever the actual response was. Like if you don't have, if someone asks a question and you don't have a statement, then you probably should make a statement and then release it instead of like accusing Justin of targeting, preventing women and minorities from <laughs> running for office. That was my favorite part. I'm gonna start saying that every time I'm mad that someone's mean to me online. It is literally because of you that I don't run for office as, as well as any other. <laughs> Just like yeah. All women. Every time yeah. I do that, Natalie, I'm gonna I'm gonna comment on that and say you're a ghoul. yeah it it just seems like the communication should come before you like shut everything down without a word right (laughs) so july 7th i posted that and this twitter user who goes by the name big mama they are at helen bitch without the i helen bitch they commented on or replied to like an old OPEC tweet and said, so I'm hearing that you have collapsed. Can I sustain any hope against a Reynolds reelection? I gave you people money. I was a recurring contributor and it looks like my last payment was June 6th. I think I deserve some kind of explanation. My act blue account no longer lists payments to you. 
<laughs> I, I don't know what happened there, but like it seems like your history of Act Blue payments should not like stuff shouldn't be disappearing yeah. from that. <laughs> right? Mm, justice for Big Mama. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh so they they got no response to those uh those tweets and then 2 days later on July 9th they must uh, big mama must have found my tweet and uh replied to me I was a recurring donor and between this post and today they still took my money. So uh between July 7th and July 9th the monthly recurring payments still went through according to big mama. <laughs> and then they released a statement on July 12th. Five days after I asked what Oped was going it. on. Yes, the yeah. OPEC released a statement. Big Mama since... <laughs> no comment yet from Big Mama. <laughs> Not that I have seen. They released no. a statement. It just said, Ope. That's, that's <laughs> it. Uh, and I'd be on their side again, to be honest. <laughs> if they released a like, Microsoft yeah. Word document that yeah. just said Ope in the middle of it, and that was their statement, then I would become yeah. a recurring donor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Agreed. That would remember, them. like the this the whole origin story of Ope is Ope, we Iowans elected Kim Reynolds. It was an accident, yeah. <laughs> Mistakes happen. That was the first sentence of their website. Mistakes yeah. happen. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> uh, do we want to read anything from this statement? I did not read it. I'm gonna be honest. It was really long. <laughs> I did, but I didn't retain anything. Yeah, it's like two pages. It's fine. It probably just says, like, thank you so much. We still believe in the yeah. mission. I think they kind of honked their own horn a little bit. They were like, we we accomplished what we set out to do. Now there's a nominee and they can expect. And this is, and here are the technical reasons why we haven't done these things yet or why you didn't get a statement from us before this. But yeah. now we're going to do it. Like, you can tell they wrote it with Justin's tweet, like, pulled up <laughs> to, like, make sure everything was covered. Yeah. Well, it's and it's kind of at odds with the way Amber responded, because Amber was basically saying, yeah, the pack has kind of been floundering because my life is in shambles. And this statement is more like, yeah, nothing's actually wrong. Like, <laughs> This is how we meant changed. it to be. Yeah. This is exactly what we wanted to do. Well, to be fair, why don't I why don't I read some of their words just so no one thinks we're misrepresenting them? This is the OPE statement. As the 2022 midterm campaign season is starting to heat up, it is time to give an update on the last few months of OPEC and where things are headed next for us. As you know, OPEC was created with the intention of defeating Kim Reynolds and supporting the 2022 Democratic candidate for governor. We have remained committed to that mission even while the political landscape has changed several times and personal challenges have impacted our work. Today we are proud to announce that we will soon be making our planned final disbursement as a PAC in the form of a generous donation to our outstanding and historic Democratic gubernatorial candidate, Deidre DeGere. Keep those words in mind, everyone. Generous donation. And note that they did not <laughs> mention a number there. With our mission accomplished, and with the volunteer board members <laughs> each ready to pursue new avenues of progressive advocacy in their own communities, OPEC's days are coming to a close. Mission accomplished, huh? You may have noticed the activities of OPEC slowed down over the last several months. And we would like to give an explanation for our stepping back. 
So yes, this is a direct response to me. First, when it became clear in late 2021 that Deidre would be the candidate in the primary race, we chose to stop soliciting donations to our PAC and to transition to promoting <laughs> Deidre's own fundraising efforts instead. <laughs> they were still oh. receiving donations. <laughs> so maybe they stopped yeah. like asking for them publicly, less aggressive fundraising techniques, tactics or whatever, but um, they were still taking in money. They said this was in late 2021 that they stopped uh, soliciting donations. Let's see if that's true also. And really, as far as I can tell, the only campaigning they did for Deidre is to put a pinned tweet. And like, they're really, I just am like scrolling through their most recent stuff and like basically none of it is, I mean, there's a few retweets of her, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is not really related to the gubernatorial race. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, there's like, a state law that says that PACs cannot uh, contribute to candidates during the legislative session. And we had a, a bit of a longer session this year. And they, they did have a dig at Kim Reynolds when they said that. Uh, the end of the session was later because uh, Kim Reynolds unethically held the legislature hostage to try to pass a scam bill to siphon money out of our public schools. Yep. That's right. Yep. Should have been more messaging like that, if you ask me. <laughs> Yeah, where are the billboards that cost off a scam and shit? All right, so that, that's really all we need from their, their closing statement. That's only about half of it, but there's not really any additional information there. Now might be a good time for me to show you uh, this tape that I got in the mail. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. No return address on it, but... um. There was a note that said it's it's related to the podcast, so let me just put this in here and show you guys. Uh, it's a VHS, uh, everybody. Yeah, I well, I've been uh, digitizing old tapes with this little box that that Evan loaned to me, so I happen to Wait, have is my that VCR a, here. Is that a Cedar Rapids Rough Riders jersey in the background? <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. This is like really high resolution for uh, VHS, but I, well, <laughs> I can't really ex- can't really explain it. Um, <laughs> Tonight yeah, let's see what's you will on be visited tape. by three ghosts. The first, <laughs> the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> All right, I haven't watched this. Hi, podcast fans. It's Chuck from Rock Hard Caucus. So uh, I'm sorry first and foremost, that I couldn't be there to join you today for this episode, Um, but I didn't want to, I guess, not have my voice heard about this one. Uh, This is something that's been weighing on me for the better part of the last (laughs) probably year or so, really. Um, (laughs) This uh, episode, obviously, we are talking about um, our friend's uh, at OPAC, which is a political action committee that was formed to uh, stop <laughs> Kim Reynolds, I think. And that was the whole thing, right? Like, they were going to give money to whoever was running against... I don't remember, to be honest. <clears throat> the episode was, like, at least a year ago. Maybe maybe longer. And I really don't remember. Um <laughs> But obviously, we did a little digging into where the money went, uh, who it was going to, and for what exactly. Um, 
but I wanted to lead off, first of all, by <clears throat> apologizing to Amber. Um, some pretty nasty things were insinuated about me on Twitter. Uh, that I was a misogynist or I was mean and hateful, which isn't true. Um, <clears throat> our, our friend, uh, I don't know if she's here today or not, but Stella um, <clears throat> got me a book for Christmas about, um, <laughs> I think it's about powerful women in positions of power or something. Um, but I've been reading it. And uh, I've been learning a lot. I still haven't said it to him. I still haven't said it to him. I have been internalizing my own misogyny. And, you know, it came up in therapy a couple of times. And I'm laying there on the couch in uh, Dr. Mike's office with my little fidget toy in my hands, like always. You know, my head's in the pillow, my feet are up, my back is to him. And he asks me. Where where do you think this this awful hate in your heart comes from? And I told him, well, I don't think it's hate necessarily. I just think I don't know, Mike. There's just something that's that's in the way uh, for me with 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 this uh, with this OPEC thing. And he's like, well, um, a lot of times you tend to uh, lash out at people when you're operating from a position of envy or jealousy and I kind of had this like aha moment and I realized that the only reason I think that I was so cruel to you Amber is that I too wish I had a vaguely political vanity project and I could take otherwise well-meaning people's money to do something with um, which is why I like to announce that I, uh, as of today, I am launching Cockpack, and along with Cockpack, I am launching Cockcoin, which will be able to be purchased soon on major tra trading platforms such as OpenSea, and we are also minting our exclusive Evan Jones NFTs this week, which will be available for purchase to Patreon subscribers uh, very soon here, so um, keep your eyes out for those. Um, but like I said, I'm sorry, um, you know, it was very me to me to say the things that I said. And even though, you know, with, with these pack things, um, there's a, a list of where the money goes and how much, and some people's addresses may become public. I assure you, you have nothing to worry about. I'm just, I'm a normal internet weirdo. Um, I just post, you know, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna come to your house. Like, I, I don't care that much. Um, so no worries, <laughs> I guess. Um, which kind of brings me to the other person I need to apologize to, um, Cody Hankerson. So first of all, Cody, thank you for your service, and um, please let me follow you. I know you've gone private, but I just want to, you know, pinch those those cute cheeks of yours. And uh, I'm still not exactly what it is that uh, your role was exactly, but um, I like to pretend that you were given more or less more than what the average person makes in an entire year to reply to us online and do damage control, um, which does make me feel pretty good. Um, it doesn't excuse you know the way I behaved and everything, and I can guarantee you um, I have been working on it 
Um, I should be building uh, progressive <laughs> groups like this up uh, instead of being this uh, leftist saboteur that I've been uh, accused of being, uh, you know, post-left, uh, contemporary, blah, 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 whatever. Um, so, um, we can still stop Kim Reynolds. I'm not sure what the plan was initially, um, but uh, we can pick up on that with Cockpack. Um, and I think that I'm ready to take the reins of OPAC. I think that self-care is what's most important right now for uh, OPAC members who may, you know, be feeling you know, disheveled or disenfranchised from, you know, whatever's been going on lately. Um, and I will be doing everything I can in my power to continue the work. Um, OPAC, as far as I'm concerned, walked um, so I could run. Or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know what that expression is exactly, but I can assure you, I'm the champion of the working class. Um, you know, I work a nine to five. I live in a modest home. Um, I don't live in a $1.4 million mansion in like one of the widest areas in Iowa, which kind of says a lot, but um, I will continue your mission of suckering people out of their money for something. Um, I assure you I'm very good at it. Uh, I've, ha I've had some schemes of my own that I've been working on for quite a while now, and I think that I can impart those um, along with OPAC's message. So I want you, I'm sorry, <clears throat> not want you, um, would you please unblock me, Amber? And Cody, would you please let me follow you on your now-locked Twitter account? Um, I said, I'm sorry. I don't know what else you want from me. Um, but I assure you that the fight's not over. We will stop Kim Reynolds. You can give money to Cockpack. You can buy Cockcoin. And you can purchase our Evan Jones NFTs. All of that money is guaranteed to go to my own personal vanity project. Not that it's going to it's going to stop uh, it's it's going to stop Kim Reynolds. Um, so thank you for listening. Um, I miss you guys, and uh, I think I'll see you in like another seven months. I think, but uh, take care. There we go. All right. So that yeah, that was a tape from Chuck. Okay, I'll put that in my uh, my Chuck tape collection. <laughs> in case I need to refer to that again. All right. <laughs> so, uh, money is really what this is all about. A pack exists to suck up money and put the money somewhere else, right? So. <laughs> well said. <laughs> so, so true, Justin. Yes. <laughs> So fortunately, with with a, a group like this, they are required to report where all the money came from and where it all went. We have public filings available to look at. Um, if you, the listener, would like to look at these filings yourself, I'll make sure to put a link to this page uh, in the, the full episode notes. 
But uh, let's get started with a little bit of these numbers. Uh, and I promise this won't be too boring because there's some pretty outrageously large numbers going in certain directions, okay? <laughs> so, uh, uh, the f first available report here is from January 1st to June 30th of 2021, so the first half of last year. And during that period, they brought in $29,171.73 in contributions. Uh, now, I looked through these name by name, looking for names of the people who were on the board, looking for any name I recognized, um, and just like big numbers, because I wanted to know what was going on here. So to give you the quick rundown, uh, Amber donated 500 of her own dollars to this. Uh, Charlie Hodges donated $145. Dave Degner, who is the treasurer of OPE, donated $25. Uh, Shauna Anderson donated 84. Jen Palant donated 31. Tucker Cassidy donated 41. Kim Weaver donated 100. CJ Peterson donated 103. Sarah Ouellette donated 50. And then we get into some, some names of people who were not on the board. Okay, so Lou McDonald. He donated $50. Lou is the founder of a consulting group called Title Fight. And that'll be important very soon. But keep in mind, Lou McDonald, founder of Title Fight, donated $50, five zero. Remember the number, $50. Justin, that doesn't seem like a lot of money. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you were just a run-of-the-mill person off the street, giving $50 to a pack, yes. like, that would be significant. That's a dinner for two. That's a dinner yeah, for two. For sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But if someone were, say, financially benefiting... But well, let's just we'll just see. Keep going. Yeah, and remember that that Amber, the founder of OPEC, uh, donated ten times that much to her own project here. Yeah. Charlotte Hubble, that is the wife of Fred Hubble, also donated five hundred dollars. And this is a weird one. Cindy Wait, that's Wait with two T's. Are any of you familiar with that name, Cindy Wait? Nope. No. I, I didn't know who she was, but it, it was a big number, so I, I checked it out. She is the director of the Wait Institute for Violence Prevention and has been executive producer on several documentaries, including 2011's Bully, which I think won some awards. As the title okay. suggests, it's a huh. documentary so. about bullying. So she's yeah, an Iowa uh, film executive producer donating four hundred dollars all right again the contributions during that period twenty nine thousand roughly then we flip to the other side uh the money they spent they spent nine thousand four hundred eighteen dollars and twenty seven cents three hundred of that went to uh lucas schulte for graphic design services uh lucas schulte is cj peterson's husband so lucas has paid 300 for it says graphic design services i have to assume he made the logo or something uh, $2,000 went to Tim Nelson, who in the beginning of OPAC was uh, kind of like their web guy. I think he put their website together. He was doing their social media stuff, I believe. I don't know like all of his duties, of course, but uh, Tim was there for the first few months and then he left to uh, help the uh, Kimberly Graham campaign. He was paid 2000 for his services at the beginning. $240 was unitemized, and they listed this as for educational content generation. 
I don't know what that means. Uh, 240 is not a lot of money, but it's just interesting. I don't know what this was. Probably for copywriting for the website or for any literature, I would assume. Educational content generation. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they were starting a podcast. (laughs) Could be generating that content. Uh, $1,040.53 to Raygun for the t-shirts. And now... $5,000 $5,000 to title fight. Oh. Jesus Christ. That's what so a return money. on investment. <laughs> Over Jesus. half of the money they spent during that six month period went to title fight. And again, the founder of title fight, Lou McDonald donated $50 and title fight. The consulting firm got $5,000. This was the first month. The first six of months. The organization. First, first half months. of 2021. First half of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be generous, I mean, there's probably a lot of, like, if, if we, you know, we're setting up cock pack, like, there's a lot of rules around that. And, you know, for, for a group of good-hearted, well-meaning people like us, like, we would probably need someone we could pay to tell us how to do it right. Trying to be generous to, <laughs> to, but it's weird that he would donate $50 instead of his services, right? If he really cared <laughs> about it. True. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's 5K that could, you know, how many mailers is that? How many ads is that? Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what uh, Title Fight was doing for them for that 5,000. I mean, obviously, yeah. it, it couldn't have been nothing, but mm. for, for, <laughs> for more than half of the money spent to be going to this one place, it definitely catches your eye. Okay, so moving on to the second half of 2021, uh, July 1st through December 31st. Uh, contributions slowed down significantly. They raised $15,157. Uh, Amber donated 200 more of her money. Charlie Hodges donated 425 this time. Uh, Dave Degner donated 25, Shauna Anderson 25, Tucker Cassidy 40, Kim Weaver donated $1,500 during this period. It's quite a bit of money. Uh, CJ Peterson donated 25, Sarah Ouellette donated 60, Cody Hankerson donated $10. What the fuck? Amber's put in a lot of her own money and Mm -hmm. clearly really believes in it and... This is just fucked up. It's just like such a like perfect tiny example of like the major problems I see with the Democratic Party yep. of just being like it's just full of these fucking leeches who are sucking all the money and energy into their consultancy services when they literally have the political instincts of an invertebrate like mm-hmm. like i'm supposed to believe that these people are fucking experts when i see the moronic messaging that they post online like yeah if it's worth five thousand dollars i'm such a better poster than you and like i don't get- <laughs> i could do so much better than this yeah, I, I also think it's funny <clears throat> if you search for title fight and go to their website, like pr- pretty much the only information that is really available on there is it says it's a, a D triple C preferred vendor, which is yeah. the Democratic whatever. I can't remember what's that's all the C stands for. Congressional Campaign Committee. Yeah. yeah. Congressional Campaign so. Committee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would 
thought it stands for. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Democrats. Not so much, Stella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you go back and look at like their LinkedIn stuff, it seems like mostly they were involved in a lot of Democratic campaigns in like New Jersey. And uh, there seems like there's some weird Cory Booker connection. Um, I yes, do know they do heavily advertise their minority-owned business, etc. So I don't know, yeah, all the details on that. But there's not a, there's not a lot of information out there. I'll say that. Yeah, and for a agent like a consulting agency, you know, brand is so important, and they are competing with a straight edge emo band called Title Fight for their name. <laughs> yep, that's right. Um, yep. When you look up Title Fight, the first results are like the Google generated. People also ask questions are, what happened to Title Fight? And Title Fight, allegations. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, maybe time for a rebrand, babe. <laughs> yeah, if you just Google Title Fight, it is not on the first page. No, no. No, it, like it is towards the bottom. It's here, but also I would say that boxing is a very corrupt sport, and there's a lot of shady business uh, involved in that. Now I don't know if that has anything to do with these guys, but you know they they named their business after it. So, <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I was in the uh, contributions from the second half of 2021. Just a couple more notable ones: uh, Molly Donahue, who I mentioned earlier, donated a hundred. Uh, Cindy Waite, that's the executive producer of 2011's uh, documentary <laughs> Bully. Uh, she no- she donated one thousand dollars during this period. Damn. And Charlotte Hubble, again, she's married to Fred Hubble, who ran for governor uh, last time around. So the first half of the year she gave five hundred dollars. Second half of the year she just gave one hundred. So she was not as excited this time. So again, that's about fifteen thousand in contributions, and then expenditures now uh during this six-month period they spent thirty thousand four hundred and ten dollars and 24 cents that is more than double of what they brought in during the same period so uh, you know going through the whole thing that means that they ended last year with just uh forty five hundred dollars in the bank and again they said their plan is to give all the money they have left to Deidre Desjir campaign and the whole purpose was to support the democratic nominee but they're spending almost all the money fundraising before that for the nominee (laughs) (laughs) i also think it's kind of like i just want to say like for um mrs hubble to spend just a hundred dollars i feel like that's very telling like hubble's like they cough and like a C note falls out. Like <laughs> yeah. she just like digging around like I'll whatever I find in the couch cushions tonight, I'll I'll send it over to OPAC. Like <laughs> Yeah. It does make me jealous that I, I wish I had this kind of money to throw around on pet projects. Definitely. And, yeah. Etc. So of this thirty thousand in expenditures, I'm not accounting for all of it because a lot of it is just like monthly just subscriptions to like Zoom and shit, which is not not really a big deal, but um. Anyway, among this thirty thousand in the second half of twenty twenty one, eighteen thousand five hundred dollars went to Title Fight. Eighteen thousand dollars. Yes. What the fuck? When I posted screenshots, I did not see that much. What oh are my they doing? God. I had to add them together. It wasn't in one payment. 
but this, among oh my god yeah it totaled eighteen thousand five hundred. i tried to be generous like you might need them for your starting up kind of stuff right because <laughs> there's like legal stuff that you gotta be careful right. about with a pack but this kind of ongoing costly siphoning of yeah. wouldn't we have seen something if they like a mailer yeah. <laughs> Uh, like anything i didn't see an ad and if they're not targeting ads so they hit me like i you know i feel like i should be like the target online audience for that bullshit because i'm always clicking on yeah and and billboards certainly don't cost that much oh i can tell you exactly how much billboards cost (laughs) i've been salivating to hear this i just want to say 493 more dollars to ray gun for more t-shirts (laughs) <laughs> just because we're uh big fans of ray gun yeah justin you're on thin ice already i don't know if we want to poke that bear <laughs> i don't know if we want to zap that gun <laughs> hold the trigger <laughs> um the billboard i think obviously this was like the biggest thing that happened while opac was active is that they put up this billboard uh, during the state fair last summer where everyone could see it and it was essentially an anti-abortion billboard. <laughs> yeah. It said Kim Reynolds has like, there's abortions have gone up under Kim Reynolds. Is this really who you want to support? And so, I mean, for people who are pro-choice, like it was an offensive message. And for mm. people who are anti-choice, it was like, oh, we need to vote even harder for Republicans because right. abortions have gone up in Iowa. Like, yeah. It was horrendous. They should have closed down right after that. Right. <laughs> it was a, no, it was like an absolute humiliation. That's disgusting. The, pack, the fact it got past all of them and no one was for like, real. wait a minute, this is anti-abortion is absurd. And you all call yourself experts who deserve $18,000 <laughs> to be a political consultant and you can't tell what is anti-abortion and what isn't. Like a literal baby. Like what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like how do you like what terrible political expertise to not like have any yeah, grasp yeah. of like the way the messaging works or like it's just it's absurd yeah. you should be embarrassed in the pack should have shut down and even like that. centrist inclined people were pissed off about it like it wasn't just like whatever Yeah, it wasn't just us everyone was mad they were right to take it down right do you remember how long it was actually up not very it was long like a day. two days i think I drove by. Okay. I drove by it once. I drove by it once. I saw it. I was like, yeah. "I'm driving on 235. I need to see this billboard." <laughs> and it was gone by the time I came to visit you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, those Iowa State Fair billboard surcharges, baby. There's a lot of money to be made. Okay, I fair. haven't said the number yet. <laughs> so for this billboard to be up for two days, a billboard everyone hated, uh, they gave. <laughs> They gave Lamar Media Corp $3,150. <gasps> oh my God. They just lit $3,000 on fire. Oh my gosh. At best, they like made some pro life people happy for $3,000. $3,000. That's humiliating. Like, really, like the fact that they didn't like resign in shame is like ridiculous. 
Yeah. They're like, we're just going to keep trying this, even though we just proved like we are massive failures. Yeah. We are so incompetent. We cannot so do messaging or I'm really mad about the fucking billboard. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, I figure that they you. paid for a longer allotment of time and they probably couldn't get a oh, refund yeah. after they decided it was time to pull the plug. I, I would guess. But either way, it's just ridiculous. It's the most irredeemable part of the whole thing is just like. The, the billboard is bad and like it should have proven like you guys do not know what you're doing yeah. and in terms yeah. of the message that made the biggest splash that was their biggest success that yeah. had the most I mean, impact. that's the one that i saw people talking about that's for sure so mm-hmm. i wonder how many people like resigned from the board like that week yeah i mean we don't we don't know all of the behind the scenes there but like people joined the board people left the board like throughout this whole period and like I know their website has wasn't updated each time. Like CJ was listed on the board like till the website went down and he says he wasn't involved since like around the billboard time. So that may have had something to do with it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I like I do like CJ, by the way. CJ has grown good. on all of us immensely. Yeah. Even though we like you, CJ. He, even though he caucus for Andrew Yang. Uh, he it's at least okay. seems we like just... a human being that you could actually talk to. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. we can get those people back. I think, you know, they're a little <laughs> out there. I think we can... A friend of Yang, they can be a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Maybe. I think we overlapped Maybe. and he... Yeah. I, I think it's fine. It's fine. Like, he's acting crazy now and everyone knows it, so it's okay. Oh, Andrew Yang. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I don't, like, really have much against almost any of these people. No. But, like, this is public information. We need to look at what happened with this money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a close personal friend with one of the O board members, you know, yeah. so. Um, there was a $750 payment to Act Blue for, quote, digital fundraising. This was separate from all the usual, like, Act Blue taking their cut. Um, I don't know what this entailed, but they must have had, like, a sponsored link or something on act blue Maybe a promotion I don't know. yeah mm-hmm. some yeah. kind of campaign yeah then the the last expenditure i want to highlight for this period um was two thousand five hundred and forty six dollars and twenty two cents to hankerson consulting this is cody hankerson who came on as the executive director of ope during this period of time and notably the address for hankerson consulting on this form is the same address as title fight on this form so those all that money was going to one address eighteen thousand plus another two thousand just in this period going Mm -hmm. to one man and that is who the real villain is (laughs) (laughs) fucking that guy Uh, was this? I think this is also the period. I don't know if you discussed this on the show, but wasn't he messaging you, Natalie, to try to do get you to one get involved in OPAC and try to like show them the error of their ways, and also trying to get you to do transcription services for free and like review some of their stuff for free. Like, so, give your so feedback. Cody sent me. He was like, "I wanted you to take a look at this. Um, it's my like last project for OPAC. This was in October." Which he continued to get paid after that, so that's really interesting. Um, and I know you'll be honest. And we had, like, I deleted our messages from before that, and I don't remember why. Like, we had been talking for a lot, and I don't remember, I don't remember what it was about. But, yeah, we had, we had been DMing, and he's just really a weird guy. I don't know. 
And I did not get a good explanation because I asked him about the address thing because he wanted me to take it down because it's his address. <laughs> and I said, you have to say sorry to Justin. <laughs> <laughs> and also tell me who benefits from title fight. Um, and he did not answer in a way that was satisfactory to me, so I didn't take it down. But, yeah, it's just – it's really unclear. Like, why is this all going to your apartment in Minnesota? Yeah. I, I will also say on their statement – I don't know if you read this part, but it does say, all of our financial records are publicly available at the Iowa Campaign Ethics and Disclosure Board website, including statements through the end of May 2022. Final disclosures will be filed along with their paperwork to dissolve the pack later this month. So, I mean, this is all public. It's – they're stating – they're basically inviting people to look into it. So, like, yeah. I mean – I don't know what they expected. Oh. <laughs> their website. I'm sorry. I've finally ended up on their website. Which one? Is it wearetitlefight.com? Yeah, that's them. Yeah. Oh, my God. If you scroll through, Rob Sands there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, I missed that. I saw the JD stuff. They Yes. They had some involvement with uh, JD Schulten's maybe both campaigns, but for sure 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, something to do with Rob Sand, and I believe had some involvement with the Glenn Hurst campaign as well. Hmm. That one's a little out of left field. Uh, all right, so we have one more filing period that we can discuss. Not not as much happened this one. Again, things were kind of winding down, but um, from January 1st of 2022 to May 14th of 2022, here's what happened. Uh, $4,328 in contributions. Uh, Charlotte Hubble... Again, uh, she is now down to $50 donated to OPEC. So she believes it's her, uh, her belief in the, the mission is waning. She can now only <laughs> spare 50 measly dollars. <laughs> but uh, a new name showed up during this filing period. Uh, seems like he was trying to maybe like he could see that the pack was sort of suffering and he wanted to come in and save the day. A man named Douglas West donated $500. No one gave anywhere near that much during this period. So I was like, who the hell is Douglas West? Um, he is a retired Wells Fargo financial advisor who lives in Ankeny. And I looked him up on like the, the FEC website. If you look up his political con contributions, he gives a ton of money to Democrats, including uh, $1,000 to Admiral Mike Franklin's 2020 primary campaign. <laughs> I believe that brave, honorably discharged Admiral Michael Franken can beat decrepit Senator Charles Grassley, who has served 45 terms for U.S. You said Senate. his name wrong. You said Franken. It's actually Franklin. It's Mike Franklin. <laughs> Please make sure that you get this correct. <laughs> okay really quick though can i read you a little bit off the title fight website i just saw oh yeah i know this is jumping around but it's really funny so it's in the like creative production section this it is a the terrible website by the way it's <laughs> yeah, so it hard is. to navigate 
It's so hard. I can, it's very unclear. And the weird little menu box in the upper corner is like so tiny. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but this paragraph is really beautiful, I think. The Mona Lisa isn't a masterpiece because it was painted in 4K resolution. Stevie Wonder's oh Uptight God. isn't a work of musical genius because it was recorded in Dolby Surround Sound. And Running with Beto isn't an excellent documentary about taking on the establishment because Ted Cruz lost. They work because they stand out because they're compelling and unique <laughs> stories. You could put a documentary about fucking there's Beto do- O'Rourke. A- oh my to god. St- <laughs> to Stevie Wonder and the Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also like, I'm also 95% sure that they are responsible for the watchdog, lapdog messaging oh, really? that Rob Sand has been. If you go to um, Rob Sand for Iowa, the page on the wearetitlefight.com. First of all, you're greeted with a very striking image of Rob in his Carhartt vest with two, you know, several point bucks hung up on the wall behind him. And then it says the campaign was called Wake Up the Watchdog. Yeah. So <laughs> that's all his ads are like Iowans want a watchdog, not a lapdog. Yeah. <laughs> so he makes all stupid. those like corny ass shirts like the buck stops here or whatever the hell and he's doing all these dog metaphors rob make rip off big dogs t-shirts make that your campaign that's such that a good rule. idea and i've rob seen his dog, dog too his dog is really cute he should like he should do more with the dog thing but have it be different yeah, yeah. less dead deers more living dogs <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hands 15k. That is a gold idea. (laughs) The big dog shirt is absolutely worth. That is way more than these losers. (laughs) I might put that up on our (laughs) Redbubble. Oh my god, it would be so funny to sell red Rob Shan shirts. Oh my god, it would be so fucking funny. He might, uh, yeah, he might stop ignoring us completely if I like. Try to rip off his campaign to sell Big Dogs t-shirts. Please. I need him to acknowledge me. I bitch at him all the time and he has never... I just need it because I know he reads all of it, but... Um, okay, so we were, uh, we were talking about contributions in the last few months of the pack and... You remember I was listing like people, the board members, like how much they were contributing each time. Well, things decreased this period only three of the people involved in either ope or title fight contributed money this period jeremy cassidy gave 60 tim nelson donated five dollars which i have a theory about that's cool yeah i think that's cool (laughs) i like it back on his side And uh, Sarah Willette donated 20 And if you look through the filings, you'll see, I think she had a recurring donation of $10 set up every month, which she cut off in February. Now, Tim Nelson, again, he was there at the beginning. He sort of set all the groundwork for all of their web design and stuff, and they paid him uh, $2,000 for his services. And then, you know, uh, all that money I've said that they've given to Title Fight and Hankerson Consulting since uh, since they paid Tim two thousand, I'm speculating here that Tim Nelson has some resentment and gave that five dollars uh, like after the pack is dead as like a little fuck you. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Rob. 
Lockhart Caucus, Tim Nelson. Yes, tell your story. <laughs> tell your story. If I recall, he was one of the people who were maddest when we released our episode, though. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's true. And he uh, uh, he unfollowed me after Amber quote tweeted me, me the other too. day. Yeah. But, like, I'm literally so fickle. Halfway through this episode, I've been like, I love Amber, and then I'm like, oh, no, I hate her. She insulted. So if you come on, come on, Tim Nelson. We'll be nice to yeah. you if you'll bitch. We'll talk to any of them, it's really. Fine. I mean, I, I, yeah, think, I think really, like, none of this should be about how we personally feel about each other. Any of this. That's right. This is I all, just like right. to yeah. always make sure people yeah. know. But <laughs> Yeah. We have, we have fun here. But that's just for fun. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, again, they brought in f- about four thousand in contributions, and they spent five thousand six hundred seven dollars and eleven cents. Uh, again, this is mostly like standard recurring stuff for like web hosting and oh, van access. I forgot they had van access mm. for what? Were yeah, they right. Door-knocking? Were they contacting voters? I don't know. <laughs> they were planning to. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, anyway. Another $1,071.25 to Hankerson Consulting. And wait, didn't he tell you he was uh, doing his like his last thing with OPAC in like October? Yeah, in October. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe he's billing for this last thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm skeptical, but maybe. This strange thing that I, I don't know what's going on. They gave $240 to Voomly... LLC on April 28th, so pretty close to the end of this filing period, when everything was seemingly pretty much over for them, they gave Voomly LLC $240 for, quote, pack outreach. I looked at Voomly's website, and on the front page it says, sell your knowledge, create, host, and sell your online video course with Voomly. (sighs) That, uh, I mean, that's just like, I think something we've suspected this entire time is like, OPAC is just like something nice for a lot of these people to add to their resume. Yeah. Um, maybe they believe in the cause a little bit, but this has always been like their personal little stepping stone. And how can we leverage this opportunity to get me personally to, you know, further my career within the Democratic party industry there's yeah. so much money to be made here and so much money to to suck up i mean look at what the party made when roe was overturned like mm. it's just yeah the, like liberal politics is such a fucking scam but it's so it's, manipulative yeah it's just a money grab and it makes me so angry because of all the people i know and what they could do with that money like what Des Moines BLM could do with that much money. What, you know, like all these organizations that are doing incredible work actually on the ground doing this stuff. Like the fact that they were like lecturing us about organizing when they had a fucking pack. Like just like you're not that's not organized. Like you're not an organizer. You're you're just using this as a slush fund. And like so are we are we thinking they like bought videos about how to run a pack from Boomly? I I well, went, they produced a video. Yeah, that's that what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that was tied in For with their others. like canvassing. Maybe they were like doing some sort of like, here's how to act as an op canvasser. Here's how to maybe or that that could be that could be. But okay, but Cody said he wanted to share his expertise. 
I wonder if they're like, learn how we started a grassroots pack and all yeah. of our successes and our marketing strategies in this This course. is how we accomplished our mission. <laughs> this is it's all, so funny to use you know, the phrase mission accomplished. Yeah. Like post, I know. post Iraq war, it rules to fail at something yes. and then well, there's mission like, accomplished. <laughs> like what Stella said, there's like an even more like cynical spin on it where like they probably realize that Deidre Dejir's chances are not great. And then that was even more of a reason for them to shut down the pack because then there's no incentive for them to boost their resume with it. I don't know. That's yeah. I don't oh know. gosh, yeah. If it didn't help get her elected, yeah. Mission accomplished would have been on. Un- yeah, know, Kim, Kim Reynolds, Reynolds wasn't governor. unseated. Yeah. 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 How can they fucking say mission accomplished like months before the election? <laughs> the election that is honestly not looking great. Like, Mission accomplished. No. We donated some money to well dollars. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, yeah. Let, let me cut that. So, cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been throwing a lot of numbers out. So just just to recap where we're at in in totals. So over the whole life of the pack up until May fourteenth, we don't yet know what happened after that. They said they're going to file their last uh, filing like sometime this month, but up until May fourteenth, they had. $48,656.73 total donated to OPEC. 48000 mm-hmm. And they spent $45,435.62. <laughs> which means, after all of this time, they have $3,221.11 on hand. This is the, uh, I believe they said, a generous donation that they plan to pass on to the uh, Democratic nominee. That they're giving to Deidre. About $3,200. They literally could have given Deidre $48,000 and done way more good. Just give her $48,000. What did they accomplish in this year and a half? That all this money, like what do they have to show for all the money they took in and spent before giving a tiny, tiny remainder to the nominee. What did they do to like support her chances? How much total did Amber personally donate? Was it three thousand dollars? Seven hundred. Seven hundred, right? <laughs> it was it was seven hundred according to the public filings. Um I'm sure she also donated yeah. a bunch of her own time and, and effort too, but monetarily sure. seven hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. She did not get paid as a consultant. No, she didn't. She is not yeah. a grifter. You should make that clear. Not a grifter. She is not a grifter. <laughs> To be clear, we think she's a weirdo and not a grifter. <laughs> Amber was not scamming. I think she really believed in this. She put a lot she put more of her own money than much richer people put yeah. towards yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. she really believed in this project and if she had personal goals, they were a lot they were not financial. She is not yeah. a scam artist. If I ever implied she was, I'm sorry. Um, and it, this is, like, kind of fucked up, honestly. Like, I feel like if everyone, if, like, Cody is making all this money for his consulting services, like, Amber should have gotten paid for even just Dealing with us. Dealing with us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, she Pain and suffering. Addressed us. She should have gotten paid for this. Yeah. I feel like, like, when I was, like, kind of ragging on Amber, I truly thought she was at least getting somewhat self-enriched by this. And it kind yeah, of sure. looks like everyone but her did. And I well, feel no, bad. No, I think, Not everyone. No, just a I couple people did. In terms of the board members, uh, the only, like, 
expenditures that went to any of them that I can see anyway is uh, the graphic design services paid to CJ Peterson's husband. That's not Which really like a scam fine. as far as I can tell. Yeah. That's not graphic design is hard and it's important. I don't know. And that he, Canva right. ass looking logo. I could whip <laughs> that up in five minutes, you guys. Like, ugh. <laughs> okay. But generally, and then, not and then a two th- two thousand to Tim Nelson. But again, he like started their website and shit. I think so. That is also not a grift. Like that's, a good yeah, website designer. That seems reasonable. That yeah, that seems reasonable. I'm looking at um, the contrib- campaign contribution limits for non candidate aligned packs, and it's it's twenty nine hundred dollars per year. So I'm wondering if they. I mean, legally, as a pack, they can't contribute more than that. I mean, I know there's ways around that anyway. So I'm wondering if they spent all this money to get down to... I mean, I, I don't know if that's oh. how that works, but... As in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Legally, they can't just donate money directly to a candidate's campaign. Yeah. yeah. Beyond yeah. $2,900. Which, so. which means, what was the purpose of all of this? <laughs> right, exactly. It, again, goes that question of why did you start a PAC in the first place when you could have just started an organization that wasn't a PAC and like not be dead? <laughs> just for a little context, too, in 2021, Kim Reynolds broke a campaign fundraising record in Iowa, um, having the most cash on hand reported for any Iowa governor's campaign, or it looks like any kind of political campaign in the state of Iowa. Um, as of January 2021, she had $4.8 million cash on hand. Solid. That's a lot. <laughs> it's pretty crazy that this state auditor has a million More than a million dollars. <laughs> that is yeah. so much money for a state auditor for to real. have on hand. Yeah. Get, like a governor, that's like you're getting more into a reasonable territory, but the state auditor has a million dollars and is fundraising. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Literally asked me for $25 today. Yeah, that's crazy. That is a grift. I really want to drive this home. So I gave you the total numbers. They have about $3,000 left. So the total amount of money paid to Title Fight and Hankerson Consulting combined, again, because it's all going to the same address. We don't know what's happening to this money after it arrives at his apartment, but it all went to him. And then I don't know, but the total to Title Fight and Hankerson Consulting was twenty seven thousand one hundred seventeen dollars and forty seven cents over Jesus this whole Christ. period, which amounts to about sixty percent of the total expenditures of this pack, and about fifty six percent of all of the contributions ended up with these two with a question mark <laughs> consulting agencies. <laughs> If you donated, is that where you thought your money would go? Is that what you expected? Did you think it was going to an apartment in in, in Minnesota? Yeah. <laughs> More than half to Title Fight and Anchorson Consulting. Yeah. It's wild. It's pretty, I don't know. And I just wish there was a way to get more information. Like, I wish there was a way for them to, like, present to us what they did. Or to, like, the public. <laughs> I just really want to Open like, invitation. What? Come on the podcast. Right. Tell us what you did with the money. We're being, you know, very, I mean, Justin, you did a ton of research, like, and so did you, Natalie, and and Evan on this stuff, but I wonder how, I mean, I feel like every pack probably similarly. Oh, yeah. Has a oh, yeah. I was thinking about that, way. Stella. 
it's like imagine how much worse every other pack is like oh, if yeah. you were to, if you were to really sit down and dig yeah. like imagine the self-dealing going on like to be clear i think these are like about as well-intentioned as people except cody can get <laughs> I think Cody is sus, and he needs to, like, explain himself before I'll say he was well-intentioned. But everyone else is, like, as well-intentioned as you could be going into a fucking political action committee. Mm-hmm. But, like, imagine <laughs> all the packs and what's in their disclosures if someone just pulled oh, yeah. it up and was motivated to fuck around and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. The stuff that is just out there in plain sight, it regularly blows my mind because I'm on there all the time looking at people's, like, disclosures, and the stuff is just there. And there's just no one who is, like, exposing it. Who even knows what else is in there? And, like, it's all available for public record. Like, a great thing I feel like for people to do with their time is, like, dig into your local politicians and take a look at this website and dig into – pack. like, you can look up all the registered packs, like mm-hmm. – or, like, if you, like, see a pack donated to someone that you hate, look into that pack, see what you can find. Like, you can get stuff published on, like, some of our, like, local outlets if you find anything, but that's, like, a, a really meaningful thing to do, I think. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how um, when I was going through for the Des Moines City Council, all of their financial disclosures and like going through each person and Googling them, I got through like not everyone, but three people. Like Mm -hmm. there are so many executives that pop up from like, it's just like everything is all connected if you just are like willing to like Google search and just no one has the time to do it because you're so exhausted. But there's like the corruption is out there. They do not even give a shit. They tell the IRS that they are like, <laughs> it's just wild to me, like what you can find. It's when you have like that much, like people who donate to political campaigns either just have a ton of disposable income, in my opinion, or like, like thinking about like, Jalen, right? And how many small amount donors he had who like really, really believed in him, like people who didn't have a ton of like money, but still wanted to donate. And I don't know, it's just really a stark contrast when you look at some of these other campaigns where people are able to donate like $1,000, like they're not living paycheck to paycheck like some right. of us, you know? <laughs> imagine, like, some, like these people, like, are well-meaning people. Like, imagine that some of that money with Jalen or, like, with, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's about the opportunity cost, not necessarily what they were doing even. Right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you've been moved by the last hour and a half of this conversation, please consider (laughs) donating to Cockpit or purchasing an Evan Joe's NFT. That's an investment. Now that's not. I don't know. I don't know what that entails. I have not consented to any of this. So what? (laughs) If you're expecting to see something, Evan NFT. (laughs) I already. I put lots of juices. Slurp juices. Oh no. Oh man. I don't know what that means. I feel I don't either, but I feel like I owe you something now. <laughs> I was pantsless earlier. <laughs> oh, that's that's right. That's right. Now you're on the record. <laughs> I think another uh, lesson with this podcast is if uh, you, like, don't want people to dig into your financial, like, records and stuff, then, like, don't, if, like, a podcast, like, goes after you, like, just ignore them. Like, don't, (laughs) just, just let it go. so true because all you're gonna do like that person is gonna get bored i would have got bored Uh, yep absolutely yeah like we would we would not have thought about this again but you had to be like a little bitch about it (laughs) 
Yeah. There were just a couple more yeah. things I, I wanted to make sure we, we address before we stop talking about this. Um, Cody, I'm like 100% certain that you will listen to this episode. So uh, I don't know how often you like update your online profiles and everything, but I just want you to know uh, two things. I haven't checked since I put this in my notes, but as of a couple days ago, your LinkedIn says that you are the full-time executive director of OPAC still uh, from June 2021 to present. If that's no longer the case, you may want to update that. And also, you are still a $1 subscriber to the Rock Hard Caucus Patreon. I don't know if you <laughs> intend to still be a subscriber, but um, I mean, you're welcome to, to, to still subscribe, listen to our stuff, but... Um, if you're not listening to it and you probably don't like us, you don't have to give us money. I don't know. <laughs> no, cut that. Give us money. <laughs> cut it. If anything, I think we've learned he could be giving a much higher dollar amount. Yeah. And also he needs to set up a P.O. box like yesterday. <laughs> he really yeah. does. Like, For real. Uh, seriously. Come on, man. All right. And um, the, so title fight, it's a little bit, unclear like what all they do they're a little shadowy but um lou mcdonald who i mentioned is the founder um so the the people running title fight now are lou mcdonald vince collis and chris the last degree i don't know sorry chris uh but i don't know much about the other two guys but um lou mcdonald ran for i think it was county soil and water commissioner polk county and he got a pretty high-profile endorsement in that race. I'll just show this to you. Hi, this is United States Senator Cory Booker, and I am so excited to endorse Lou McDonald for Polk County Soil and Water Commissioner. Polk County deserves to have someone as hardworking and dedicated to public service as Lou is. I know the character of Lou. I know his hard work and determination. Heck, in 2014, he helped me get elected to the United States Senate. So please join me in supporting and endorsing Lou McDonald. I am proud of him and excited about his continued <laughs> career in public service. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't remember exactly. But um, I know for Heck. sure Lou got la yeah. last place in that election. <laughs> 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 I think it were like four candidates and he was last. Even with the endorsement of a sitting U.S. senator in a county soil and water commission for, race. Oh my gosh. In a soil and water commission? <laughs> yeah. For real. This is who benefited the That's most bad. from OPEC. These are the political instincts, skills, the charisma, campaign, know-how. <laughs> These are the guys. He does not look like a soil and water guy in that photo they show of him either. No, he doesn't. Like, <laughs> like he looks like he has like a $600 haircut. Yes. He's wearing like a very yeah, tailored suit. He looks like he's like, at the opera. Is this an Armani ad? <laughs> like... What are you? You don't know what to do with my soil or my water. Yeah. <laughs> I feel You've like so, soil and water guy. You got dirt on like, your yeah, salt your, on the your, earth. <laughs> your Armani jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we know about Ope so far. I hope that was enlightening for everybody. 
I have a few things that I, I have coming up that I want people to know about. Do you mind if I plug my upcoming events? Please do. No, please do. I'll I don't just think say anyone I'm a little... minds. <laughs> no, we love it. I'm a little worried about when this episode drops. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Well, uh, <laughs> if I am still alive on July 25th... Uh, <laughs> My band Wombat's doing a little mini tour. Uh, the 25th, we'll be playing in Iowa City at Public Space One Close House, along with uh, David Herlin, Christine Burke, and Bob Bucko Jr. On July 26th, Wombat will be playing at XBK in Des Moines with Gravity's Constant and Sex Funeral. Great band name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what having sex with me is like. A little funeral. <laughs> a dirge is playing. <laughs> uh, and uh, the 28th will be playing probably a house show in Chicago. So I can't tell you where exactly yet. You're probably, if you live in Chicago, you shouldn't be listening to this anyway. <laughs> but if you're there. Uh, yes, you should. Why are you, you telling should. everyone to unsubscribe and not listen in this episode? You shouldn't care about this if you're in Chicago. <laughs> I'm just joking. Chicago listeners, please. We like you. I'm going to come to your show so you can meet everybody because Evan's going to. So yeah, if you go be... to Justin's show, yeah, you that can meet all of us. Entice the listeners to. Uh, to come if you know that natalie and evan will also be there <laughs> i, pr- I right. promise we, i don't we i don't won't know if think we want to tell people like <laughs> we won't think you're weird at are all. you guys worried at all about telling after we've recorded such an explosive episode that we're all going to be in the same building at once <laughs> oh that's so true I want to go to the PS1 show. I'm hoping to be there. Well, Chuck is the designated survivor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Chuck is the uh, sole survivor <laughs> of the podcast. All right. Well, to uh, to end things today, we're going to play some local music. Uh, this is a, a metal song by uh, Two Cats. Uh, the band is called uh, Mrow, M-R-O-U, period. Uh, you, c- <laughs> you can find this at janebird.bandcamp.com. So here is Mrow. Again, this is a band composed of two cats. So enjoy. If you have music you want us to play on the show, go to our website and fucking send it to me. Thanks. Thanks. 